0: hey everybody and welcome once again to ancient ways for modern days my name is mike freeman i'm the pastor at valley christian fellowship in longview washington and hey uh, so glad to have you here today as we continue in john chapter 20 and we're going to look at a couple of incredible verses here at this point we have seen jesus his his life his death we have now watched as he has been resurrected, and, uh, and now we get to Jesus appearing, not just to Mary, but to the disciples. Let's look at this passage, uh, John chapter 20, verses 19 through 21. It says, on the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, peace be with you. Look at this. This is cool. The disciples, they are gathered and, uh, and it makes a special note that they, they are gathered together and the door is locked and the door is locked. The text tells us why, why for fear of the Jews. See, there is a, there is a, an underlying fear because the Jews, the religious leaders, they killed Jesus. And these disciples, these followers of Jesus, they're sitting there wondering, they're like, wonder if we are next, uh, what happens if they decide to not just take out Jesus, but make sure all of us are wiped out? And so they, they have the doors locked. But notice what this means. Jesus, he miraculously appears. He doesn't knock on the door and walk through. He just manifests in their, in their very presence. He, he shows up. This is because Jesus is now uh, as in his resurrected state. He is now uh, <coughs> using all of his rights as God. And so this is exactly what he does. He just appears. And look at what he says. He doesn't say, hey, bow down. He says, peace be with you you got to imagine they are bound up in fear they're overwhelmed with fear what if the jews come what 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 if someone actually is uh messing with us i don't know but jesus appears and he says peace be with you they might have really been scared in this moment peace be with you when he had said this he showed them his hands and his side What? what's significant here the, the, the scars in his in his hands from the the spikes being driven through the side where jesus was pierced to prove that he was dead when the disciples excuse me then the disciples were glad that they saw the lord maybe an understatement they were glad <laughs> jesus said to them peace be with you and then here's the text as the father has sent me even so i am sending you he, here's what jesus says he says In the same way that God the Father sent me into the world, I am sending you. Well, this leads us to ask, how in fact has God sent the Son? Well, God has sent the Son into the world as one who lives a holy life. And so Jesus sends us into the world as those who live holy lives. God the Father sent the Son into the world as those who... Who, who now live with a mission? You know, God, God sent Jesus to with this mission that He would uh, seek after those who were lost, and that He would lay down His life for them. Jesus now sends us into the world with a mission that we would seek after those who were lost. We are now those, we don't like, oh, we just got to hold up in our holy huddles and just live for ourselves, but rather we live with the mission of, of seeking after those who have yet to trust in Jesus. God sends Jesus into the world to live a life that is sacrificial. Jesus he lays down his life for us so we now live not for ourselves and not for our own desires but we live looking for ways to to be a living sacrifice that is holy and acceptable to God this is this is the point Jesus says, look i am sending you because i have been sent i came and i lived a loving sacrificial purposeful mission in this world empowered by god listen now you are going to go and do the same exact thing now we don't live lives that die to pay the for the price of the sins of others no we, we can't do that but we live lives as those who have been redeemed by christ and now we strive to point everyone toward christ this is, what, this is our calling. This is, this is your purpose in life. You have now been sent by Christ. I have been sent by Christ. And so this leads us back to a theme that we've discussed many times. It's a theme that says that we have a purpose. A purpose. The purpose is to be sharing the gospel. Let me, let me ask you, who, who are those in your life that God has placed in your sphere of influence that you would be sharing the gospel with them? Who are your family members who have yet to trust in Jesus or your co-workers or your classmates or your neighbors or your friends? Who are your teammates on your sports teams? Who are the people that you are called to share the gospel with? This is not a mission for a select few, but rather we know this is a mission for each of us. And so today, our ancient way for our modern day is to remember that you have been sent. You've been sent. And so we should be praying for those we've been sent to. We should be conversing with those we have been sent to. This is a reminder that we should be living on mission just like Christ did. And so who are those in your life that you were called to love toward Jesus? Maybe even take this moment and write down their names. Now put their names on your fridge or on your bathroom mirror, and and pray for them regularly, and and ask the Lord to give you those opportunities that you could be recognized that you have been sent into their life to share about the good news of Jesus, His perfect life, His sacrificial death, and His victorious resurrection. And this is our ancient way for our modern day.